Welcome back to Inside Personal Growth. This is Greg Voice and the host of Inside Personal Growth. And I want to thank all my listeners that come from around the world to listen to the words of wisdom from my thought leaders and my authors. And today, joining me from the San Francisco Bay Area is Jeffrey D. Brown. Uh, Jeffrey, I met just recently at the Illuminate Film Festival, where a movie called Sold was premiered. And I was so uh, enthralled by the subject and the topic that I invited uh, Jeffrey to be on our podcast today to talk with my audience about this. Good day to you, Jeffrey. How are you? I'm good. Great to be talking with you, Greg. Uh, It's great to have you on Inside Personal Growth and to spend a few minutes with uh, my audience today, um, really letting them know about this uh, great movie that you've created. And I'm going to let them know a bit about you, Jeff. Uh, He's an American film television director, film producer, and screenwriter. He's best known for directing, producing, and writing the short film Molly's Pilgrim, of which he won an Academy Award in 1986 and an Academy Award for live-action short films. He's also directed credits for television series The Wonder Years, L.A. Law, Hooperman, uh, Freshman Dorm, Baby Boom, and the episode of CBS School Break Special. Uh, Jeffrey has also produced and co-written films at The Pontiac Moon in 1994, starring Ted Dawson, and The Dream with the Fishes, both in collaboration with Finn Taylor. He's directed narrative films, uh, which we're going to be talking about today, sold in, 19, in 2014, based on Patricia McCormick's novel, Sold. So, Jeffrey, you know, I sat there in the audience, as did four or 500 other people from the Illuminate Film Festival, and was really moved by uh, Sold. What got you so enthralled with this book um, by McCormick? that you just had to do this movie and go to the lengths that you did to get it done? Well, I was looking for something to turn into a film that could help real kids. Um, My dad, uh, his whole career was working for a care of the children, UNESCO. And and I'd heard about sex trafficking, and I knew it was one of the most dire issues facing young people on the planet. and I didn't know that much about it at the time, but I, I, I heard about this book. Someone told me about the book. There's a New York Times review, and I read it in one sitting, and I was like, this is it. This is a, a film, and this could be a film that could help uh, shed light on this issue and also um, bring lots of um, people forward to help the children that are in this situation globally. Well, tell my listeners, if you would, Jeffrey, just the severity of the issue. At the end of the movie, you bring up some statistics. Um, I'm not certain if it shouldn't have been brought up at the front of the movie, but the reality is at the end, you bring these statistics up. And statistics are statistics, but you profile one little girl in this movie that is so moving. Um, And you talk about also how long it took to just cast this young girl for your movie. Tell us a little bit about the severity of the problem and what's being done to curb it and just a little bit about the making of the movie. Sure. So um, the severity of the problem is that there are literally millions and millions of children all over the world uh, who are trafficked every year. Um, They're promised jobs often. Sometimes they're just drugged and kidnapped. 
Um, sometimes they're duped by someone who seems like a good guy and they kind of fall in love with him and then they're lured away. Um, there are all kinds of ways that uh, people are trafficked. Uh, often, you know, the global average age, uh, they say, for trafficked girls is 13 or 14 years old, which is sort of a shocking fact in and of itself because as soon as girls hit puberty, um, you know, they're vulnerable to traffickers, uh, especially if they have no advocate at home, if they're foster kids or they have an incarcerated parent, um, you know, they're much more vulnerable. And in India and Nepal, where our story takes place, uh, they estimate that about 20,000 girls are trafficked from Nepal into India every year. Um, Within India, they estimate that there's uh, over a million girls that are trafficked from rural, uh, poor communities within India to, to the cities in India. Um, and India, Nepal, and Pakistan are the three countries that have the most uh, labor and um, sex trafficking uh, beyond any other country in the world. Globally, there's estimated to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 27 to 30 million slaves. This includes labor and sex slaves. But we knew that if we could tell the story through one girl's eyes and place the audience in her shoes, that those statistics would uh, come alive. And, you know, statistics kind of go into the, the linear side of your brain, your left brain, which is your number side of the brain, and they don't really go into your heart. And we wanted a we wanted to tell the story in such a way that, like the book, it could just go straight into your heart. So we knew that the most critical choice for our film was going to be finding a kid who could embody this girl and her journey and go to the depths of despair, but also have this kind of shining light that never goes out inside of her that you see through all of it, this shining kind of intelligence and grace and generosity of spirit. And, you know, so we, we wanted to tell the story in such a way that that we would leave our audience both with the, the brutal reality of this situation, but also with the, the, the uh, you know, hope of the human spirit to triumph. Um, and we, we wanted to really show them the resilience of these children and of all children. Um, you know, so many children have faced all kinds of dire circumstances, and yet if they're given a chance and they're given some support, they bounce back. And so that's kind of what we, we were aiming at. And, uh, you know, I feel like uh, we've shown the film now at film festivals all over the world, and it's won uh, three audience awards and a jury award, and, and, and people are really engaged uh, at the end of the film. They want to know what they personally can do. And that was exactly why we made the film. And now what we're doing is creating a campaign around the film to... Uh, engage the audience and empower them in terms of what they can do. Yeah, and at the end of the of the film, you raised money as well, um, which was done very nice. Somebody got back up there, and we all clicked on our phones through our text and raised some monies for um, somebody who's actually helping you um, help these kids. Um, and the other thing that I wanted to speak with you about there, was... There's a lot of uh, modalities that can actually heal PTSD, yeah, um, and they've been using them in the military, and we're quite sure they're going to work um, with these children who've been through this ordeal. Um, a lot of the kids that have been through this have been physically brutalized, 
And, um, you know, they, they need to heal first before they can have a real life. They need to get through their fear, their lack of trust, their disassociation, and kind of come back into their bodies and, and back into their, uh, you know, trust with other human beings. And, and so this IREST, uh, which is based on Yoga Nidra, I-R-E-S-T, uh, IREST is an abbreviation for Integrative Restorative Yoga, but it's actually based on Yoga Nidra, which comes from India in the first place. But it's a, it's a great way to kind of reprogram the, uh, the hardware in the brain um, from, uh, you know, which within a, a year to two years, really, uh, people can completely recover from PTSD. Well, and, and this is such a traumatic psychological, spiritual, and physical um, breakdown that people have to go through to numb themselves to actually go through this experience, as you so eloquently depict in the movie. Um, and I mean that um, in, a, in a very positive way to you. It, the movie is moving, heart-wrenching, but at the same time gives the audience an opportunity to step into and get a feeling for the character, and you did an amazing job of that. Now, you got Gillian Anderson to uh, step up to the plate. She was there at the Illuminate Film Festival, did a great job on a panel discussing discussing, uh, the development of the movie and the making of the movie. Um, Speak with us, if you would, about a little of the major roles of the players in in creating this and developing this, Um, and then what are your plans here short-term for the future um, for getting this out to the general public, and where can my listeners go uh, to actually <clears throat> uh, see the movie? Great. Um, well, so Jillian, uh, you know, I, I had become friends with Jillian over a book that she had the rights to that I was trying to get the rights to, <laughs> and we became friends, and she came on board and, um, you know, really committed to helping us and continues to do so, and David Arquette uh, did the same thing. Um, David, I know from Dream with the Fishes, uh, a movie that I was involved with the writing and producing of, and um, and so those two were our American uh, cast, and then we had a, a phenomenal Indian cast, um, quite well known in India, uh, and you know uh, these are people that whose faces American audiences might recognize from um, Slumdog Millionaire or the movie Water or um, Monsoon Wedding. Uh, these are actors who have won, you know, all the top awards in India. Um, phenomenal cast. A lot of them are actually Bengali actors from from Calcutta, who are now based in Mumbai, working in the uh, the Bollywood film world, but also in alternative cinema, which is like their independent cinema world. And a lot of the women who we cast are, you know, incredible women, very brave uh, activists uh, who are who really deeply care about uh, moving the needle forward in terms of a parity for women in India and safety and, and equality for women in India. And they, they really are committed to, um, you know, exposing this issue and uh, standing for it as well. Um, the, the film will be out October 11th. And if everyone goes to our website, um, which is www.soldthemovie.com, um, they can, uh, they can register put their name in uh, and join us, and then you'll get informed as we go forward and we start releasing the film. The other way you can get uh, on board with uh, how where we're going is uh, Sold Movie, uh, which is our Facebook page, um, and um, you can like us on the Facebook page, and then that's another way we can 
you know, keep in touch with uh, with everybody. We also have a Twitter account. Um, but the, the best way is to, to register with our website um, at soldthemovie.com. Um, so you're yeah. basically going to be distributing this um, as an independent film, I would presume. But it, you can, you're finding this is going to be in uh, in many of the major theaters or more of the independent uh, type theaters. It's an independent film, and it will be distributed uh, for sure in L.A., New York, um, most likely Washington, Seattle, um, and the Bay Area, um, and probably quite a few other cities. Um, but then we're going to be um, affiliating with a um, a platform where you can uh, you know you can be the captain of a screening, and all you need to do is get a, a hundred of your friends uh, to come on board with you, and you can have a screening at a theater right near you, wherever you are in in the U.S. So explain um, how that works, because I think some of our listeners, I know I've done this several times with with movies, but I wouldn't say everybody else out there knows. So you go out, you do a, um, uh, you go out through your social media, get your friends to want to attend, rent a theater. You can create a Facebook page, an event page on Facebook, and um, through the uh, online platform, that we will be affiliated with. You can um, host the screening. And, so you uh, can host this, basically, when you say 100 of your friends, you're talking about having them hosted in a small theater. Having them hosted yeah. at their house, obviously, would be a pretty small tough. Theater. Yeah, yeah, so it's going to have to be a small theater somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then how, how does it work? Because, you know, the mechanics economically sometimes for people are challenging. I think they might want to know. You know, the, the theater wants some money. You have to get paid um, how does it work for somebody who really would like to get involved and maybe have you host a couple of these? I know I'm going to do it for you here in San Diego, um, and, but I understand it. Kind of explain for our listeners how it actually works. Well, it's pretty much like um, you know a regular movie theater. The cost is the same as attending a regular movie, um, and the online platform books the theater for you, and um, and you know uh, once the, there's enough people on board it tips it into a screening which actually occurs and then more people can come um you know depending on how many seats there are in the theater so it's it's really simple it's a very easy thing to do and, and who are you using who's the platform you're using to actually make that happen well uh there's two platforms tug and gather and yep. it'll be one of those two okay platforms. so you haven't decided which one yet you're going to you're going to be going with okay. Right. Uh, Tug is the one I'm familiar with, and so for all of my listeners, if you're interested, Tug is a platform like this that helps uh, producers and directors like Jeffrey get their mo- uh, movies into the market. You would it would all be coordinated through Tug. Uh, you do your is campaign. T U G G. Correct. Gather is G A T H R. So those are the two platforms, um, and we'll be going with definitely one of those two platforms. And then we'll also probably be having screenings uh, with uh, church groups and um, rotary clubs. So there'll be, there'll be a, a lot of other additional screenings where you might hear of the movie sold. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. So it's, it's an opportunity for you to help Jeffrey create greater levels of awareness around human trafficking and sex slavery. And, and I think what's important here is the awareness needs to be created in Jeffrey's done this through a beautifully eloquently done movie which anybody can watch now the next question i have for you would would really be around it's october i also also want to say we're going to do a shorter version of the film 
that's going to be uh, directed at colleges and high schools. Um, so it'll have a long, uh, you know, uh, educational um, distribution as well. Okay. Uh, you can go with a company called Roco Films, who uh, they distribute, uh, you know, phenomenal documentaries. This will, this is going to be their first feature film, but okay. it's such a, um, you know, sort of uh, a topic that engages, th- that will engage the audience and mobilize them and educate them that it's, you know, it's almost... It's almost like a documentary. People see our film and go, you know, it's so beautifully done. Uh, what a great documentary. <laughs> yeah, no, it, <laughs> you know, it it's is. It's not a documentary, but it feels so uh, real as it's happening because that was our yardstick making the film is, you know, m- making it very, very real as an experience for everybody. Well, October 11th is right around the corner. So I want to encourage my listeners who are listening to this podcast uh, to go to the website. We'll put links to the sold website. We'll put links to the Facebook page as well, Jeffrey's Facebook page. But more importantly, I hope that those who are listening out there and understand this after you watch the trailer, uh, after you learn a little bit more about what Jeffrey's created here, you'll step up and choose to host um, one of these screenings at a local th- theater through whoever J- Jeffrey does. And his people will definitely be back in touch with you as long as you sign up and express your interest and desire. That's correct. You've got a team of people that will reach out to my audience and the people that are interested and let them know. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we're also uh, still in fundraising mode to get the film out as wide as possible. Um, to distribute films in the U.S., you need, uh, you know, great PR people on board, um, great uh, publicists, uh, theater bookers, uh, and... Um, a team of um, you know organizers to get the church groups and 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 uh, Rotary clubs on board. So we're you know we're we're mobilizing and we're fundraising. We're going to actually have an Indiegogo campaign uh, to uh, help us you know raise uh, more money so that we can get the film out wider. And then the film itself will raise money for kids in India and Nepal uh, with our partners, Child Reach Nepal. And, uh, and in India, we'll be working with them and also other organizations. Um, and, you know, the goal is to help as many kids as we can with this film uh, to heal, be vocationally trained, get an education. You know, whether getting the education is to prevent them from being trafficked or if they were trafficked, then we have to heal them and, and you know, get them an education so that they can have, um, you know, a successful life. Uh, and not be trafficked again, not be vulnerable to this happening to them again. You know, the good news is that the kids really do take care of each other after they're rescued, and um, there's a lot of support uh, in India and in Nepal, uh, and there's a lot more organizations uh, globally, that some of which we're partnered with already, many of which we're reaching out to, that are doing excellent work on the ground. Um, so it is going to change, but it's going to take communities getting behind this both to change it in the U.S. and to change it in other countries. Most definitely. And I think that, you know, this is the impetus. This is this film can be uh, the opportunity for people to get involved, not only to inform and create awareness around the issue, also to create dollars around the issue so that those dollars can be directed in the right place. As you said, your, your partnerships um, with these agencies to help these children, as well as, as Jeffrey had mentioned, the opportunity um, for an Indiegogo campaign to actually uh, get signed up so that Jeffrey can let you know about this 
um, that you can either donate your time, your money, your talent, your energy um, to create this movement that needs to happen. Um, believe me, after you watch the trailer and after you get an opportunity to watch the movie itself, uh, I'm sure that my listeners will be um, more than aptly uh, involved in some way to try and help you um, make this movement occur and help many of these 5.5 million kids worldwide who are being trafficked um, both as sex slaves and also work slaves as well. So it's been a pleasure having you on Insight Personal Growth and spending a few minutes with uh, my listening audience this morning letting them know um, about the movie Sold. And we've been on with uh, Jeffrey Brown. He is a producer of the movie. And um, I can director, add... Advocate- director. Director. Jane, Sorry. Dean Charles is the producer. Okay. Director. I, I, I messed up there. He's a director of the movie. And I would recommend everybody, once you uh, go to this website, also go to the Facebook page and sign up and like them, as well as sign in and let them know um, where this is going to be premiered in October so that you can get your ticket, not only see it, but reach out to Jeffrey as well through the website. Um, Jeffrey, I don't know if you want to give any listeners your email address who might be interested, or we can put that up there if, if you'd like. Other than that, we'll just put the links to um, your your uh, home pages for the movie and the there's Facebook a, there's page. There's an email on our website uh, if you want to contact us personally, and we're, we're uh, more than happy to respond. And also we do respond to the Facebook messages uh, as well. So um, Great, great. That's a great way to reach us. Well, thank you so much for being on. You have a blessed day and namaste to you. You too. Thank you, Greg. It's been a pleasure.